Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray and Brad Williams for the About Last Night podcast. That's right. Yes. Another fun-filled episode Another this time. Dude, this was, uh, we just got done with this episode and uh, it's it's one of... Dion <laughs> Cole, man. Yeah, dude, he brought it. If you don't know who Dion Cole is, uh, you're an idiot. But you probably do because he's uh, all one of the head Conan. writers on Conan's yeah. uh, show on TBS. Uh, he was with him on The Tonight Show, now on Conan on TBS. He had Dion Cole's Black Box on TBS. He's about to be in a new show with Rashida Jones and Steve Carell. On TBS called Tribeca House. Uh, an- called a- Angie Tribeca. Angie. <laughs> yes. Or Tribeca House. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a house. Maybe it's a reality well, show with people a- from Tribeca. I don't know. <laughs> well, Could work. Okay. It's like off. A, yeah, real world for the new generation. Who knows, Adam Ray? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's going to eat the peanut butter? By the, w- <laughs> that's by the way. A, that's a season one real world reference. It is. Respect. By the way, how come real world dwarf hasn't happened yet? How come real world dwarf hasn't <laughs> happened yet? Dwarf House? Little House? Dwarf House. Dwarf House. Oh, my well, God. I think they're playing at Coachella next week. <laughs> Dwarf House. Um, Dion Cole is the shit. You're going to love this episode. Follow him on Twitter at Dion Cole. Follow Brad at Funny Brad. Follow me at Adam Ray Comedy. Of course, Brad and I's tour dates on our websites, bradwilliamscomedy.com and adamraytv.com, where you can pick up Pop-Tart Suicide, my latest album, uh, and also Good come listen. see me. Thank you. Yeah. Come see me on the road uh, at uh, Gotham Comedy Club in New York City, June 17th through June 20th. Twenty-second. Uh, I also will be at the Hollywood Improv June fourth uh, and June third at ten p.m. Both shows, and then headline the whole. The, 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 the. <laughs> you got you got you got some of that Oprah pussy in your mouth. You'll find out why that's funny later. <laughs> uh, I'll be having a stroke in my apartment June second. Uh, no, June twenty seventh and twenty eighth. I'll be headlining the La Jolla Comedy Store in San Diego, California, doing uh, twenty minutes of jokes and then uh, thirty minutes of improvised uh, singing with Jeff Scott, the piano player, singing jokes, improvising songs with the crowd. It's going to be something I've never done before, uh, but it's going to be awesome. So come out and see me. Yeah, and then come out to see me, Knoxville, Tennessee, talking to you. I'll be there June fifth through the seventh at Side Splitters, Knoxville, Tennessee. And then Bonnaroo, doing the Bonnaroo Festival June 12th through the 15th. I'll be at the Comedy Tent. That's in Manchester, Tennessee. And then I'm going to take a little hiatus. I'm going to go watch the World Cup in Brazil. Please come back. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try not to die. Got to be honest. And uh, yeah, a part of me is concerned, uh, but I won't, I won't voice that too loudly because I don't want to put anything out there. Right, I think uh, you're gonna be fine. But thank you, fans, for tweeting me all the fucked up stories that are happening in Brazil, like beheadings, like when a like when a UFC fighter got mugged. So I'm feeling very safe. Just know that if I have to replace you, it won't be Dinklage. Yeah, <laughs> just know that. Fuck you, Dinklage. Yeah. You're not getting my podcast. <laughs> you can have X Men, yeah. not getting my podcast. Yeah. Asshole. Have Game of Thrones pussy and all that money and whatever. Right, right, right. But you're not getting the About Last Night show. You, but you, you ain't getting the presents of Rite Aid jar candles, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I'll be coming back, and then I'm doing a show, Pasadena, California. I'm going to be at the Ice House July 3rd. This is my I Survived Brazil. I'm oh, going to talk about Brazil. Perfect. And we're going to have some good times there, so come on out. And then also, I need you guys to do one more thing. You want to know what that one more thing is, Adam Ray? Uh, download the podcast on aboutlastnight.podcast.com, uh, iTunes, sure. or Stitcher. That. Uh, start a business. Sure. But what if I have a business where I have flavored condoms that you can you can eat after you, after you <laughs> fuck with them? Well, if you have a business that has flavored condoms that you could eat after you fuck, first of all, your name is Willy Wonka. Uh, <laughs> B, you should advertise that business by going to mymetalbusinesscard.com. Now you're like, but Brad, I have a business card. I bet you do. But I bet it's paper. I bet it's flimsy. I bet the ink runs. And I bet that it gets torn up and that when you hand it to people, they throw it away. That's not going to happen I bet- <laughs> with mymetalbusinesscard.com. I bet it's paper. I bet it's flimsy is what my teacher said to me when I told her I made the first um, origami porn star. (laughs) (laughs) I bet, man. MyMetalBusinessCard.com. This is a business card made of stainless steel, Adam Ray. That's so baller. It is. I got two of them right here. You want to know what happens when... See? that's, That's fucking metal. That's metal right there, banging on metal. That's Brad also, what it sounds like when Brad fucks a birdhouse every 4th of July. <laughs> well, as is the dwarf tradition. 
to fuck a birdhouse. As is the dwarf. So go to mymetalbusinesscard.com. It's stainless steel, 0.5 millimeters of thickness. You get one color for free, then you can add, a, and you can add another color on. There's precision artwork. These things make an impression. They leave people knowing who you are, and they want they want people to get involved with your business. You can custom design it. You, you, you can put things like you can put a bottle opener on it. You can make it copper. You can make it black. And uh, fuck, it, it, you know what? Not just business cards. Let's say you want a, me- a metal wedding invitation because, you know, those wedding invitations suck. They're all like, oh, our wedding invitation is lots of flowers. The, yeah. The, the, we Boring. The, no, you want metal. You want, <laughs> Satan sponsors this wedding. Metal invitations. That's right. You can go to mymetalbusinesscard.com and get a metal wedding invitation if you want that. Party invitations. Anything and everything. Do it over at mymetalbusinesscard.com. Hit them up. Tell them the About Last Night podcast sent you. They will give you a discount. I know these guys. I went to high school with one of the founders. Fuck yeah. it, 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 his name is Craig. Good dude. Craig is always a good dude. Support Craig. Support the business. Support the podcast. Go see Brad and I on tour. But now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this amazing episode of the About Last Night podcast with Mr. Dion Cole. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. So when you met Ron Artest wearing <laughs> that Queensbridge T-shirt, like, like you, like you were wearing that shirt? No, I was at the Nas concert. Oh, okay. And he was on stage with Nas, and I bought the shirt. I bought the shirt before the concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I saw him on stage. But yeah, he was at the concert. <laughs> it was a sign. It was out here too. It was out here. Which no is- shit. Yeah. Where was it? Where was this at? That's uh, that's Nas performing yeah. with Lauren Hill. Jesus. Yeah. She's was, still she's still holding it down. It's crazy as shit, man. She uh, uh, she's gonna be a Bonnaroo too. Is she really? Yeah. Yeah. She goes by um, Miss Lauren Hill now. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Is Nas in your top five of rappers? Yeah. There you go. You know, here's a little story about uh, Stroman my pain with his finger. <laughs> Stroman my pain. Uh, that song. You know, my introduction to that song was I think it was seventh grade. Mm-hmm. When that came out for me, and uh, and there was a little white girl who sang it at the talent show, and it was like she came out and she was like totally not somebody who would look like they'd be singing that, uh-huh. and she fucking it was one of those like you see those clips of like America's Got Talent, like some British woman who comes out and she's like you know <laughs> right, looks right, like right. a janitor from the forties, <laughs> and she's just like I'm gonna sing a song, and then she fucking kills it. That's what yeah. this girl did. I'm telling you, people were laughing. Seventh Hilarious. grade too, so everyone's such in that middle school like look at this fucking bitch trying to right, trying right, to have right. some talent. And right. she crushed it, it, dude. It. And it was like standing O, and it was That's like, dope. I'll never forget it. <laughs> and then I was like, Lauren Hill can never compete with what I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I heard Lauren, Lauren Hill, Hill. Like, she's no Rebecca <laughs> Sage or whatever, you know. I mean, from Kellogg Middle School. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you ever met her, you'd be like, Lauren, you're great, but there's a 10 year old white girl <laughs> back in Seattle. Yeah, I, don't know if you your get, song. I don't know if you want to get a vocal coach or something, maybe <laughs> learn how to sound like that a little better, yeah, but uh, you hilarious. can do that. But but like, but like, you're but like you're from Chicago though, and there's a strong there's a strong hip hop presence in Chicago, right? Like I, I know uh, I know uh, Kanye's from there, and then yeah. uh, who else Common. from Chicago? Oh, Common's from Common, Chicago too. Twister, the Brat. Is Keith Sweat from there? No. <laughs> you guys, I love, even, I love Keith Sweat. Though. He's not even trying to lay claim to Keith Sweat. Yeah. Hell, even if he was, you said that in a way that was like, "We don't claim Sweat." Man. <laughs> KS is on his own. Yeah, I'd be trying to claim Sweat if he was in like 800 miles of where I was born. Like, oh yeah, yo, oh Stockton, California. Yeah, that's right next to Orange County. Keith Sweat's ours. There's got to be people still fucking to Keith Sweat. There's I love Sweat. Yeah. I love Sweat. Like. Yeah. Um, I just last year I was like one of the producers on the Soul Train Awards and we had him as a, no shit. Uh, yeah we had him as a, a honoree like like and life achievement yeah honoree. yeah that and makes he, total sense and he went yeah. on and he had hit after hit like oh. people forgot how many hits Keith had yeah it's not just nobody you like me nobody <laughs> wow. yeah. it's also girl you got me twisting <laughs> I know I got yeah. you 
man. I'm fucking right now. I don't know if you guys know this. But those are like some midget just walked out of the table, and I'm hitting it hard. Dude, I wonder what happens when a midget sings Key Sweat. Oh, my God. There's got to be some sort of like fucking really smooth Soul Train rainbow that shows up. Just uh, oh, Yeah, because it's, like, it's like the Soul Train line, but, it, but it's just midgets in, in, in the Soul Train line. And we just start doing mini robots coming down. Hey, maybe an idea for next year's uh, award nice. show. I like How was it uh, working on that? It was great, man. Yeah. It was great. It was the first time I did something like that. But it was it was great, you know, uh, to shoot something, you know, live like that and put it together. It was it was it was it was it was great. It was a yeah. great experience. Is it, so is the producing stuff? Because um, obviously everybody knows you as writer, actor, comic, mm-hmm. uh, Conan, Black Box. Which mm-hmm. what the fuck, man? Black Box. I know, man. It was great. It was, it was great. great. And I think I mean I'm assuming you're trying to work it into somewhere else. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The thing the thing that happened was a lot of the stuff start coming up you know so as i was taking these meetings with these other networks to get black box somewhere else you know where we had a, a understanding yeah um other things start happening yeah. so great problem uh, to have yeah it's a great <laughs> problem to have so i had to like kind of push it on the back burner for a minute yeah. but don't get me wrong it's it's still alive and in effect yeah waiting, good, waiting good. to go to because a, good. A, a, such a good show way. man you just were such a um you've got such a strong voice also i just feel like uh for me when i'm watching somebody host a show that's like basically being them the mm-hmm. whole time and they're you're not just a talking head like i feel like i'm watching like the way i see when you're on stage doing stand-up yeah. and you're you're like i mean dion cole full and exposed and you're the same way with your show man you're just yeah, like what I, you see is what you get yeah i appreciate it i mean i was that was a whole you know, thought process behind this, trying to be like this water cooler guy that's just, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, just speaking from from what I, what I feel. And that's what I think that's the difference between all shows is, is perspective. Yeah. You know, I mean, sure. it's the same. I like to say it's the same wheel, different rim. You know, yeah. that's all it is. <laughs> it know? sounds like that might be a Keith Sweat lyric. <laughs> the same wheel, different rim. <laughs> You're killing it. You're killing it. <laughs> what, uh, uh, but Conan's still, uh, yeah, 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 still yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. yeah, absolutely. How yeah. does that even, now, when you come out here from Chicago, uh, comedy's already been happening in Chicago, uh-huh, yeah? Like right. stand up and then mm-hmm. any sketch or just all stand up and then? Yeah, I did, yeah, I did sketch too. I was, uh, I worked at Second City in nice. Chicago there you for go. a while. Uh, yeah, we had a group called the Forgotten City. And we worked <laughs> at Second City on top of Frank Atina's wedding, like every Friday night. Nice. We did sketches and, mm-hmm. yeah, we did all that. But yeah, stand up was always first. Yeah. And then I went into, you know, writing. How do you even get into stand up? How did I get into like For me, I was like, I, everyone's like, that I saw on SNL, which is what I want to do. I was like, did stand up, I felt like, which mm-hmm. wasn't even true. I mean, all those guys came from sketch, but I just felt a, a couple of them did it. So I was like, I got to do it because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm, like, what was your. It was a bet. For, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. the rumor that I read on the internet was true because I, I I read on the internet that someone dared 17 you. Seventeen inches. Oh, like, another oh, rumor. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, that rumor. Yeah, yeah. That you were uh, seventeen dra- inches. That was yeah. another rumor. Yeah, right, right. That you dragged that thing in here. Uh, I think you put out three of Adam's candles with that thing. Yeah, yeah. DM was like, "Where am I going to park it?" I was like, "Your car on Hollywood Boulevard." He goes, "No, in my car." I was like, "I'll down at the Laugh Factory, man." There's another. There's an extra. That's a recent rumor. That was that wasn't the new one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the old one. Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, I read on the internet that someone dared you, like. And, and said, "I'll give you fifty bucks if you go on stage and do stand up." Is that is that pretty, yeah? Is that that's, true? That's ac- absolutely oh, true. Yeah, this dude bet me fifty dollars because I never was no funny dude. Like I, I wasn't really. Yeah, I wasn't funny. I was I was on some ill shit in Chicago, <laughs> like ill shit. Like okay. so, I, I was never funny. You it were just hanging with not funny just, crowds or what? No, nah, when nobody, no, nah, I wasn't shit funny around what we was doing. It was just the fact that my perception was always. Had the dudes I was with kind of laughing. Like, if somebody tripped and fell in front of me and yeah. my dudes, mm-hmm. like, they'll be laughing. I will be more like, why did that motherfucker fall? Like, why, <laughs> mm-hmm. why didn't they see that chair? Like, that chair was okay. just sitting there. Like, it's a big ass orange chair. Why would you not see that shit? Like, <laughs> so you'd be like the more observational. Yeah, of, yeah of, of but, the I, but, but I wasn't joking. You know, I was like <laughs> right. dead, dead ass. Yeah. Which made motherfuckers laugh, but people was like, because they used so to always dry, be, yeah, dry, straight dry. Around, yeah. And they used to be like, boy, you crazy and then one day one of my dudes was like i bet you won't go on stage i bet you fifty dollars and i was like i ain't going on the fifty dollars and he was like he was like i give you another fifty i give you a like hundred dollars if you go up there and i was just like all right and he was like, i give you 50 when you go on 50 when you get off and so we there went down go. to the club and they wouldn't let me on 
and we went for three weeks, and I got on, and I got a standing ovation the first time. <laughs> no shit. And you're like, oh, my God, well, this stand-up thing is easy. No, <laughs> it was crazy because I, I left, and I was like, damn. I started, I started going... This is why I was born and shit. Like, I was going through this whole shit. Like, yo, this is why I'm here. But this comedian told me, he was a hater at the time. He told me if I bombed. You can say his name, Dave Cooley. (laughs) (laughs) He said if I bombed, I had to quit stand-up. What? And so I was like, oh, okay. So, like, maybe a month later. Yeah. I was getting these standing ovations, but like a month later, no, like nobody Nothing. laughed at my shit, and it wow. was just dead ass crowd. Why do you think kid. that is? And, and I quit. Oh no shit! I quit for three weeks because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. And this dude saw me in a mall, and he was like, "Dude, where the fuck you been?" And yeah. I was like, "Man, I bombed." Like, about- so I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I'm out, right? You're, you're, and like, you no, thought that's how it worked. Yeah, you, you get to do it as long as you crush. Until you crush. Until yeah. you until you bombed, then it was over. So I quit for like three weeks, and then they was like, "Nah, dude, everybody been looking for you." And I went back to the club, and I did that same little five minutes, and mm-hmm. was just. So once you knew you had a second life, you probably were even that much more excited to get back into it. Yeah, but I but I only had like at this time, I think I had like probably like eight minutes, and then like after four months, I got on the show called Comic Justice. So I was on Comedy okay. Central, and then after that four months, eight months later, I was on Def Jam. So Shit. after four months of doing stand up, yeah, I was on this show called Comic Justice after four months, and then after that, I, it was just this this these this little, this five minutes that I had, yeah. and that five minutes went to this ten minutes that I had. That was just. I don't know why I was slaying like that. It was mm-hmm. just, it just was, and plus, I was like I had this notepad, like you know how I do with my notepad. Yeah, on yeah, stage. yeah. So yeah I, I saw you I saw on the Lopez tonight with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you've been doing between, that from the get from the, the yeah the because talks. I used to be so high I just couldn't remember <laughs> oh, that shit. shit. That's where the notepad yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. Because now so it's like a great my jokes. Now but, it's yeah. such a great endearing yeah, thing that like is so likable because yeah. you because you won't reference it all the time. But yeah, like, I don't do it all the yeah. time. But I do it every now and then. Like if I got short sets like mm-hmm. television doing five, fifteen, ten minutes, then I'll pull it out. But if I'm doing forty-five hour, I just really want to pull it out. But when but when I when I did Def Jam, I did like seven minutes on Def Jam, which was half of my material. And then when no I went kidding. on tour, I had no more material. Oh. So I was getting booed. I yeah, was getting booed left and right on tour, and then they kicked me off the Def Jam tour. What? Now, did they... Did they were just not bringing it. I, did, did, I didn't have no material. Yeah. I was up there doing knock-knock jokes. And, oh, you know, shit. Talking about people in the audience, just trying to stretch my time. Because you just have, had to retire all that I stuff did, on I Def did, Jam. I did. I did. Oh, yeah. I had to yeah. retire the Def Jam. What a crazy stuff. thing to happen, like, after wow. all... Like, how many people can say they've gone through something like that? Where you experienced that much success right off the bat, and then all of a sudden... The the pressure and expectations are now so high for you. Yeah. And and complemented that with the fact that you don't realize that, oh, I need to have more than what I just did. Exactly. And then when you don't, to be in that, like... And nobody to tell you that. Of course. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just you just going with your minutes until you get into that position. They go, where's your new shit? And you're just like, what? New shit? I thought and I could like, do this 10 yeah, minutes. I thought, so I could do my, I thought yeah. they wanted to see what they saw on TV. Like, <laughs> nah. And so after I did, like, three shows, Russell and them was just like, yeah, it's time for you to go home. And they sent me home. Dude, and I remember wow. sitting in the airport with my Def Jam jacket and hat on. <laughs> listening to nobody who can love you listen like to, me. Nobody, listen to no, nobody can love me like me, Bianco. <laughs> nobody loves me. Oh, man, dude. I went home, man, and just sat there. It was just like, that was the beginning, though. I was sat there, and I was like, man, I need to write. Well, because now that you was, had a taste of it. That was the beginning it. of me yeah. going, okay, next time they see me, I'm a I'm a house so much material, and that was yeah. the beginning of me writing unconsciously. Like oh, showing all writing uh, stuff for Second City and mm-hmm. writing sketches and shows and and, and skits and movies. And, well, and, and that that's just awesome. shows you, and and, and that but, shows but, you what type of comic you are because yeah. uh, some comics being put in that situation where they get the hammer dropped on them would be like, all right, fuck it, that was tough. But yeah. you took that as. Nah, I love I, I love getting standing yeah, ovations. I, yeah. I, that was fucking fun. Yeah, I want to do that crazy. again. Yeah, I, I mean my my jokes I'm telling got me like on 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 planes mm-hmm. flying around first class, yeah, city city fans right. and all this. And all of a sudden you go no. I was <laughs> like nah, <laughs> nah. I'm about to go home. I'm about to write. 
I'm gonna write unconsciously, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm and they gonna see me again. Did and you, that's just what was on my mind. Did you have any sort did. of uh, you were saying like movies and sketches and stuff? So I mean, yeah. uh, did you, you were just trying to I'm gonna do it all. I want to have. It was just thoughts that was coming to my head, and I knew that you know certain things were for certain formats. You know, I yeah. always knew that. I'd be like, man, this don't this might not be good for my stand up, but this seemed like it'd be good in a skit. Or just mm. seemed like it'd be good for a movie scene. Yeah, so I used to like categorize certain things and just wow. just jot it down. Awesome. And over the years, I just had stuff like stockpiled and, and just ready for somebody to give me the chance. You pull any of that stuff from back then, like to uh, absolutely. Conan? Yeah. When I first got to Conan, mm-hmm. I put, Conan had no idea that I did any of that. He hired me just off of filling. Like he no had shit. no idea. He had no, no idea. Like because so, I performed on the show. I thought mm-hmm. I thought performed on the Tonight Show. By probably like two weeks later, they was like, "Yo, he just he wants to hire you, and whatever whatever <laughs> wow. shows you got or whatever, don't even worry about it. Just come, just be there Monday." And I'm like, "I got to submit something." They're like, "Nah, I just want you there Monday." So what's he, that, what is that whole like call and weekend like of leading up until it? Are you just like on cloud nine? I mean, yeah, I mean it was crazy. Like, yeah, I was working. Everybody mm-hmm. was booking me. It was great. So you were was, starting to get some momentum. So it wasn't yeah, like completely out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was getting crazy momentum through like NACA, like the college. Oh, yeah. like I was going crazy, and then like a lot of people respected that I did a late night television show because I wasn't like one of these comics that were already in the system or that was molded towards a white audience per se. Yeah. That was gotcha. had, had white friendly material. Right. I was a motherfucker on the on the chitlin circuit. <laughs> real real The real, Chitlin circuit. Yeah, yo, that's what niggas used to call it. It's called the Chitlin circuit. And it uh, just gives that's what you do. You'll yeah. do you'll be gone for three weeks going from bar to bar to bar. So it's just, like all your luggage in the back of a <laughs> so it's like the you, Civic, just Corey Holcomb, Hamburger, everybody, Hannibal. We're all oh in this God. hatchback, just from city to city, just 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 riding it, man. Good chitlin circuit, yeah. Dude. So because we couldn't do the improvs, we, oh, we didn't see. have no names to get into uh-huh. the improvs yeah. and the zanies and the funny yeah. bones. So only thing we can do is like bars and little shits that people put together. So for me to come from that circuit, right. and go straight to the Tonight Show. Was like it's a big deal, and, and it made other people on the circuit go, "Man, if we if we get our material together, we yeah. can, we can make it too." Dude, that's awesome. So it was an inspirational thing for people that was in that scene, and that's more good. Than yeah, anything. and that's good that you, you recognize know? that yeah. to be like, "Yeah, I've got I've I've got to cross over. I, right. I can't just I can't just be doing the, these rooms because I think some comics, whether it be a, a black comic or a Mexican comic or, mm-hmm. or whatever, they get into that sort 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 of circuit and then they get yeah. too comfortable. They're yeah. like, oh, well, this is fine. I'm making, yeah, my, I'm making my money. Yeah, yeah I'm making fan, my $200 a week. Right. Right. I'm good. Yeah. But then you're you're like, no, nah, dude, I, I got to take it to the next yeah, level. Because you're a comedian. You're not mm-hmm. a black comedian. Right. You're not a white comedian. Exactly. You're a comedian. He's yeah. trying to be funny. Right, yeah. right. Oh, so yeah, dude. you're yeah. supposed to make everyone laugh. It ain't just, you know what I'm saying? I feel bad when and I just make black people laugh. I don't even keep that joke. Sometimes, don't mm. get me wrong, I got a joke I'll write, and black people will get it, and I'll use it every now and then, yeah. but that ain't one that I keep. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I just don't, I don't even feel good keeping that. And and even when I do something that only white people get it, black people don't get it, I don't, I don't really like keeping it. Do you try not to do only, like, like room-specific Hell crowds yeah. like that? Like Hell the all-black yeah. shows, you, you try to, I mean, you do them, right? Uh, yeah, every you do them, yeah. but you still want to be you yeah. and all You don't cater them. to that crowd. You try yeah. You try not to cater yeah. to that crowd. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Sometimes when you're around a black crowd, you might have to add a few more motherfuckers. In your I was ass. just gonna ask, what is it? You might have a, it might <laughs> yeah. add a few more extra oh motherfuckers in a white crowd. You might, you might re, you pull, know, pull some yeah, of those back. Yeah, you yeah. Might, drop you a know, few more in. You might, you <laughs> might drop. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might throw nigga in there <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. They like that shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. The wor- <laughs> probably one of my worst bombs ever was it was in front of a black audience because I was the idiot, of course, that thought that like, oh well, I'm this little white boy so I, so I should go up there and talk like I'm black it's like oh, no Brad because that's, yeah, that's, that's not your shit that's not what and I they do they see right oh. yeah they see right through it oh, that's just I, like a white boy coming up yeah. to you going what's up brother for sure. like, you don't talk like that motherfucker dude, first, you know I did the exact the, the first uh, all black crowd I did was hosting for Sinbad at the Ontario Improv mm-hmm. right that's and an all black crowd yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I'd say like 95. I mean, throughout yeah. the weekend it was mixed, but, uh, and, uh, and same thing. Like, I, yeah. I didn't think, I, I, who did I, somebody, I might have asked somebody or Chris Fonseca was opening for him and said, like, don't 
Uh, he was like, you know, Chris Fonseca. Have you ever met him? Yeah, I think Little so. Guy yeah, in the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And he was like, don't just try to be black. And I was like, okay, I think I, I, think I got that. Yeah, but yeah, and, uh, that's coming from the guy in the wheelchair. So how the hell is he trying to be black? Like, what's he doing to blacken up his material? Like, he put rims on the wheelchair or some shit? What the fuck is wrong with him? But I, but I, but I did definitely remember getting up there and being like, don't. Like don't do don't like change your shit, but I remember hearing myself go, "How y'all feeling tonight?" Uh, <laughs> went, like right off the bat, and I I heard myself say it and was like, "Dude, shut the fuck up! What are you doing?" And I saw a couple people in the front row kind of like go, "The fuck!" Yeah. Like, they I'm wearing my you. puffy vest and like a, a plaid polo, you know, just like and my hair's all pooped up, like yeah. fucking Johnny Bravo. And of course yeah, that doesn't work. Of course that doesn't work. That, yeah, that'd be like a guy walking up in front of all midgets going, and he's tall going, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah. like no, we're not. We're gonna fucking hate hey, you right, for that. Right, right, right. Uh, no, we're, I mean, but we all, we all have done that. You know, I'm, I'm, I know I've went on stage with, hey guys, how y'all feeling? I'm like, yeah. guys, I don't even say that <laughs> well, shit. Well, you like, have that great, you guys. have that great fucking bit about the comics uh, in between. Was it like the, in between when you're trying to segue to a joke, the transition? Oh, Shit's like crazy. Shit, yeah, yeah. What is it? What is it? <laughs> shit is crazy. Yeah. Right here. Wow. How do you? What is that in, in context of again? Give Just, it up for the ladies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so funny. Dude. All that bullshit. Yeah. You know when your jokes don't work. Yeah. Oh my god. It's funny. Uh, yeah. After it, comment. It's funny you say that. Gene uh, uh, Pompa once did a set at the Hollywood Improv that I saw where he went on stage. And then said every line that comics do to oh, get an applause God, break. Yes. So and he did it totally on purpose, just to, <laughs> just to make fun of the shit. So he walks up on stage and goes, "Yeah, just had myself a daughter." And the audience just starts clapping. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I had to have the daughter because I just got married." And then everyone starts clapping again. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but she's crying a lot, so I'm gonna go perform for the troops. Everybody. Oh, okay, all right. Oh man, all the hits. Yeah, all the hits. That's hilarious. <laughs> Like, and, and like the audience at first was like, "This guy's the worst comic ever." Right, right. But then, but then they got, they got it. Then they got it. They were just rolling with the comics oh, from the clever. back, just dying that's laughing. Clever, man. So, ha- have you that's have funny. you seen the actual influence of, of you like saying you went through the uh, that grind of those like tours to bars, and then when you got on when you got the Conan gig, I mean, were people like hitting you up actively, being like, "Dude, Dion, you're fucking like you did it, man." So like, I'm hitting it. I mean, we're comics Yo, coming out yeah. of there. Yeah, it was like other places places that I'll go perform and do shows, man. It'd be comics. From everywhere at my shows, I used to just show up and tell me thank you for inspiration. And, and even man, ho- your hometown is fucking having a chance. Put you yeah, up yeah, on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that home is crazy right yeah. now. It's real crazy. Anytime it's the best, I right? There, yes, yeah, it's, it's nuts anytime I go. There. We did a show at uh, well, when I saw in Chicago at the Laugh Factory, and then yeah. you were doing. I was either with Chris, and then you put me on. So yeah, dumb, man. It was crazy. packed in the shows like the nice. Dion Cole show. <laughs> and I, I get off stage, it's my birthday, and he's like, yeah. "Dude, we met a few times. Just such the coolest motherfucker, dude." dude. And you know uh, again, I added a motherfucker because I'm around a black yeah. guy. But I'll pull it back. No, but seriously, dude, no, it was like it's great. You literally like, dude, you wanted to stay and do the show, and it was yeah. like packed, and it was the coolest, man. Because always, I, I loved your material, and I used to watch you here at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, just be like, damn, that dude's a motherfucker, <laughs> just, man. Yeah, yeah that I just dude, love your shit. That man. dude's a motherfucker. Yeah, why? Why? Why is it that when? Why is it that? As, I remember as one time, people, I hated to follow you one night. Oh, oh, oh one, the Laugh Factory. Oh, one night. Oh my god, you didn't like, like it? Do you? Crushed. I was just like, what am I supposed to do after this month? Go home. It's like one of the options. I was right? just like, I went up there like, yeah, uh, give it up for oxygen. Like, hey, I mean, people breathing yeah. in here tonight. Like, hey, it was crazy. All the bullshit. Yeah, shit the is bullshit. crazy yeah. out here. It's crazy out here. Well, thank yeah. you, man. Oh, dude. Oh, I, I, was, I remember I was in the back like, oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do yeah. after BS? But that's, but, but dude, but again, shit like that, man, yeah. I'm sure, like, you know, just makes you, it makes you raise your game. It makes, and it makes you Go, I gotta go home. Yeah. Like anytime that's happened, yeah. the first time I had to follow like Aziz at a comedy show, and I was like, "Fuck, man!" And it, went, you know, and it went all right. But I was like, "Dude, that, that immediately made me go, all right, I gotta fucking, I gotta bring yeah, it harder. I gotta yeah. get to, you know, put mm-hmm. pen to paper even more so because." You just sure. don't want to be in those situations Absolutely. where you have any sort of... I mean, it's natural, even at, at any level, I think, to be like... To see somebody murder so hard that you're yeah. like... But Holly, right. Hollywood is good for that. It like, is. out here, you're all going these on clubs, after you're going home after... You're going on after monsters all the time.
time. Yeah. You'll walk in the room and they'll be like, all right, you're right after Ray Romano. You'll be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? I, did, I came here to do some new shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm working stuff out. Yeah, what? I don't oh. want to be on like that. Like, you think that's an advantage out here versus like, I mean, Oh, yeah, else? because it steps your game up and it gives mm -hmm. you confidence. Because once you do go after Ray Romano and you murder that shit. Yeah, yeah people don't forget it. Yeah, and, and, and you don't forget it. Yeah, and right. you leave with a whole nother sense of pride sure. about yourself. I, I've done it many nights coming out to Chris Tucker, Ray Romano, no Tim Allen, uh, fucking uh, uh, Tommy Davidson. Like, I Crushes. came out the, yeah. yeah I was going to ask you, what once you started to kind of really, like, uh, climb, like, what were some of the shows that, like, made you go, all right, I'm, like, things are starting to fucking pop, like, I mean, what guys, shows guys, I was on? Well, guys that you got to perform with that maybe you'd like. Oh, shit. Like me. Me just me named with, a bunch. Like but. me with. Like I, I, we did the Aspen Comedy Festival and it was the show I'll never forget. True story. It was. I, I was first. And mm -hmm. then it was D-Ray Davis. Monster. It was it was Bill Bellamy. Monster. Chris Tucker. Who? Damon Wayne's hilarious. Oh, Damon Wayne's, which is who's still uh, crushing it. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! And this is an all-star line. It was, it was one other person. Damn, it was one other person. Ah. Rita Rudner, hilarious. <laughs> just, just one it more. It was one more. I can't remember. We were all on the same bill. Dude, and that's I was unreal. Like, and I kept the lineup. I remember the yeah, lineup that was on the wall. Yeah, I snatched dude. that shit off the wall. I was like, I'm keeping this, dude. That's unbelievable yeah it was crazy because those just those shows don't i mean out here like you know there are so many dope people out here and yeah. in new york i think more so out here now because everyone knows that they got to be out here if they want right, shit to go right. up a notch right. but uh but see this but lineups like that are like those come together every so often at festivals because festival, they they yeah. have you confined in this festival where right. you can't go nowhere and do nothing so yeah they put this list of black comics that was there that was like yo we're gonna put them all the best together like this is the best show. the best yeah, yeah. and yeah. you're a part on of one it. show yeah, oh, and, and that was like, that was the show that I was like, okay, these motherfuckers know who I am. Yeah. I know who they are. I've been following them. They're, they're heroes of mine. You talk to Dave Chappelle and shit, he knows who you are. Yeah, absolutely. And we just all had a good camaraderie, and we kicked it all weekend, and it was love. When you, you kick know? it with somebody like, like for me, like Dave is like my favorite. So like yeah. I would feel... You want to just act like you're on their level and just be cool, which yeah, you got to do. just be super cool. But I think after a while, like, how can you not, like, ask any sort of... I, me personally, boy. I just yeah. sit. I just sit the fuck back, yeah. man. I just yeah. let them. I let them gear that train because I don't want to come off no wrong way. Right. I, I got a bad. I got a bad habit of being around singers that I mm -hmm. like and singing their songs right next to me. <laughs> like I do that shit all the time, and it is the worst. Now, be yo, so Brian McKnight. One, you like to drink them two, two. That's me. That's me. I like to eat with you. Three. I got my car. Quiz noses down the motherfucking street tonight. That's me. That's me. That's what I do. Brian's just sitting there like, I, yeah, time. I know that song. Yeah, I know, so right, right, right. Who, who has that That's happened me. to? For sure, there's That's examples of that. Oh, I've done that to Nas. I've done that to R. Kelly. That was what? even before I knew him. That was like R. Kelly. I've done it to uh, H Town. Remember them back oh, in the yeah, time, knocking oh boots? Yeah, dude. And I've then, done it to everybody. And then you did a tour with Mary J. Blige? Is that right? Did you do a tour with Mary? I did do a tour. I did the Budweiser Superfest. That was years ago. That was like, that's when Heavy D was rocking. It was Mary. And we, yeah, it was all I mean, of dude, that. You're just, it was heavy. You're, just, you're naming everything on my Warren iPod. G, Warren G album was popping. Oh, shut the fuck up. That was up. the year. Uh, Regulators? Regulators oh, was popping. One of the best I was on that tour. I love that. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. He was and doing like twenty five thousand a night. What is yeah, that like? Uh, it was insane. You had to wait uh, like two minutes. Or, no, you had to wait at least about a minute between each. The joke laugh ripples the all the way up, right? So the laughter stop. Yeah. Do you ever get comfortable with that? No, hell no. Like after a couple jokes, like you know, you go to a new room, you're like, all right, after I, I get a couple laughs under my belt, I can easily into my new. Nah, not twenty five thousand because you 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 want everybody to hear the joke, so you got to pace yourself. Oh my god! Yeah. Dude. And then you're doing that show with uh, with with the crowd because you're doing stand up, and that crowd is coming there expecting R and B, expecting rap. Yeah, like, and that's hard to do. Yeah, because I mean, stand up's kind of that thing where. 
if, if your mind's in the gear for it, like, like if, if you're locked in, okay, that's one thing. But if you get surprised by it, you're like, wait, I wasn't expecting yeah, this. I yeah, want yeah. I, 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 I want Mary J to come out yeah, here and exactly. say So did you, do you have to do anything different to, like, nah, get the crowd on your pace? Went, nah, I just you went on and just did my own thing because I was, like, mm-hmm. the opener where everybody was just chilling. I would go gotcha. out, you know, and just keep the crowd warm yeah. and do some material or whatever. But that's true because one of my worst bombs I ever had in life was at a rap concert oh, uh, opening for Ja Rule and, and motherfuckers uh, <laughs> was throwing shit at me that should not have that should not have been at rap concerts like golf balls uh, <laughs> hang, coat, coat hangers I'm like who has a wooden coat hanger in this motherfucker <laughs> who's, bring, who's, bro, who's going to a concert like hey just in case I gotta keep my jacket wrinkle free <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting my jacket on this coat hanger right Dude, here. I was in case a putt putt breaks out getting, in the yeah, back. No, I was getting hit with everything. <laughs> and those concession stand drinks, the one no, with the lids. Dude, oh god! Because the when they cups. hit you, when they hit you, yeah, when they, they hit pops. you, they pop. They explode, they explode on you. Explode on impact. That's heckling. That I mean, how do? You, there's no preparation or no. And then and advice. then the promoter was such a dick. He didn't mm-hmm. pay me until the end of the concert, so I had to walk around just sticky, like oh. all this coke and, yeah, the and Sprite and shit. Yeah, the guy with the icy on you, everyone knows it's you. Coat hangers. Everywhere I go, it's like, that was the man. worst. Yeah. I mean, what? Um, uh, so, how many days a week, uh, Conan? Is that job for you right now? Right now, yeah. mm-hmm. I'll, well, now we have an agreement now where I let I work from home, and what Still. I do is I just like send in material, and then you know if it's something because you only you're so you're still living in Chicago. Yeah, I go back. But and you're forth. coming back. Yeah, and forth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in LA just as much as okay, like. Cool. Well, mm-hmm. I'm in LA a lot more than Chicago, but I am in Chicago a lot at least. Once every other month, I'll right. be in Chicago, or whatever. But yeah, I work. I work like from from home. I send the material, and then if it's something warranted for me to come in and do a live come bit, and do a right? live bit, then I go and do it. It's like it's something that you know that I see or something that they see. And yeah. Now is that is that, uh, did that it obviously took uh, a few years to build that sort of like camaraderie and trust with all the other writers and yeah. to be like I don't have to be there to yeah, shoot. Absolutely. I, I mean, I don't know at how the black, it, at the black box it was just like mm-hmm. you know what I, I asked Cole. I was like, yo, if I can. Just go do some stand up and thank the people and touch the people and be around them. He's like, absolutely, like man. It helps the show too, man. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, an in, yeah. I mean, you're an integral part of Conan's show. Yeah. People like know who you are as much as they know who he is. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, it's like if you're out love. fucking doing grassroots promoting, doing exactly. your shows, and people, I mean, yeah, that's just gonna make them want to watch win, what you do win, next win, week. It's a win-win. How absolutely. is it in a writers' room with Conan though? Like, I mean, that whole it's when you first got the job, it was you, Conan, and then how? Yeah, many? it was intimidating. It's still intimidating. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, because you still have to, you know, get his approval, get his approval or shit. There's you a know, bunch so, of talented writers in there yeah, too, and you're working with a legendary dude. You know, this dude was a writer himself who wrote for Saturday Night Live. Simpsons. And and Simpsons. Yeah. You know, the one of my favorite episodes on The Simpsons was uh, McPlow. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, oh, uh, yeah. He the, wrote that? Yeah. Dude, that's Conan his name again Plow, is yeah. Mr. Plow. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mr. Plow. Yeah. That's my name. Yeah. That he name wrote again. that. And then Barney, oh, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 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 He wrote competitor. that. Plow, yeah. yeah, Plow King. That, yeah, that's intense. Do you have a different sort of mindset when you go into that? You're like, I mean, you can't sit back like you saying you do it like conversation. No, this is serious over there. You over there with Emmy Award winning writers and have to make a name nom- for yourself. Nom- nom- nominees, you know, and you, you you have to you have to come with it. You got like some smart, brilliant dudes. I mean, mm-hmm. Conan graduated from Harvard, and you know a lot of those guys they graduated from prestigious you know colleges. Yeah. And you you got to be right on point. You got to hold your own. But and I, I just learned instead of being like them. Mm-hmm. Being myself would would stand out just as much as as as, as they are. Being, Absolutely, being who I am, and so because that's where they hired you, right? Yeah. Right, and so but you have to remember that. Don't get me wrong. A lot of times you'll get in those situations and you try to do exactly what they do. When, well, sure, when especially you, if you're you, new to it. Yeah, but you you tend to forget that you you in your own are awesome within yourself. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be you, like, at all given times. Because if you're not, then you're cheating the world. So that's what I decided to do. I just was like, I'm just going to be me. And, you know, it worked out that way. It's admirable to have that mindset, man, because it's so easier said than done to get. Because yeah. getting the opportunity is enough and it, it is a big deal in itself. But then yeah. to, like, you know, have the awareness to go, all right, yeah. don't fucking change your shit. 
uh, of how you got here just because now you're like in a new surrounding and you want to you want to please so much that yeah. you'll start to like do stuff that's out of character. But yeah, like, absolutely. What, what was the first thing you did that maybe uh, that made you go, oh shit, like the, that they really responded to? And- uh, I wrote this. I wrote. I wrote. A, I wrote a whole bunch of sketches and stuff like that that I was doing. But the one that that made him go, okay, we 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 fucking with a monster here. This is this is a good thing we got going on. Yeah. Is uh, I wrote this thing called Black Hunted House, and it was uh, well, I, like I, went, I went on. Uh, I went. And did like a like a reporting thing like at the Universal Studios where they had like uh, that the, the horror fest Halloween horror right right, right. Yeah. Dude, I used to work there yeah. so I did oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I, yeah. There. so I, I reported and went in all the haunted houses and did all the stuff <laughs> for him and then told him that that wasn't as scary as like a black haunted house and then um it was this black haunted house that we created and made. Where you walked up in there, and inside of it, it was a swimming pool. <laughs> it was like, it was like oh a cop car God. going yeah, off. Yeah, like, oh, that's a scary It was a credit ever. check report. Ah. Like, like, oh, God. Like, it was all this shit in this haunted house and, like, Dude, Wayne hilarious. Brady albums and shit. So, uh, Dude, that's hilarious. I wrote this whole thing. Uh. Yeah, so after that, I think that was the moment, like, everybody, we, we all sat up, like, Okay. Okay. We see something happen. I can do this thing. So, yeah. Because you have to have that, right? I mean, it's the same way with SNL with people having a breakout sketch. You got to have something. Yeah, yeah. Something that that even where they go, we trust you. You trust Mm -hmm. your ideas. The people trust you. They love it. And so that's when it was like, okay, cool. And and once I got that that, that trust, then everything became easy. It became like, okay, okay, yeah, we can do this and we can do that. Even if we mess up. We understand that you know you you're able to pull out of that, yeah. you know. So it was it was great. After that, we was rocking and rolling. Did you have That's people great. just hitting you up nonstop after that bit? Too? Yeah, it was, like, yeah, it was nuts. It was awesome. nuts. It was nuts, nuts. Because like, I mean, that's that's got to be as. Uh almost bigger than when you got the Tonight Show stand-up. Because now you absolutely. have your own piece that you did that was like... Because those absolutely. pieces are a big deal because it's yeah. like, you know... And I kept doing them. Part of right after that, yeah. right after that one, I just kept doing them. Because I did one before that where it was this thing called uh, we needed like a black holiday. Like everybody had a everybody had a drinking day except for black people. Oh, like, I see. So yeah, like Cinco de Mayo and October Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, 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 yeah. We needed That's a black a drinking day. A black drinking day. Yeah, so I made up a drinking day. <laughs> and I was like, and all the black people that worked there, we all left the studio. So because <laughs> we, we, we was like, we off that day. <laughs> but then after that, then that's when the black whore Hollywood the Halloween fest, and yeah. then after that, it was this thing where it was like, okay, and we just started doing these bits, and we just kept doing these bits, and these bits were just popping yeah. out, and then you know, all of a sudden, that uh, you know, Jay Leno thing happened. Yeah, yeah, what was that like to be to to be backstage and in the trenches and all that shit's going on? Because not only do you have an extremely like a job that has a ton of pressure on it, which is doing a nightly you know yeah. talk show, but then you have all this shit. Like, are we? fired are we the tonight show how, I was, how, I was how long new. is this going along i was new to all of that so i thought that was the, how television I, I was like this is how television is mm-hmm. i didn't know that we were going down to history yeah and no I, kidding I just, I just thought this is just how television people acted you know what i'm saying and so i had no idea that this was history right here and um were were, were, were the writers like hesitant was was it something that everyone was talking about but then no one was well, everybody basically was just like you know what let's just keep doing us let's keep having yeah. fun let's keep writing these bits just banging out stuff and let's just let's just have fun man and just like let let's worry about the world later and what they got to say and we'll figure that out later and conan and all in them there they'll handle that our jobs is to stay funny and keep it going and so that's what we did the support mm-hmm. was like outrageous too yeah the support was insane yeah, people the, uh, just came out i mean i team went to coco stuff oh uh, yeah yeah it was it was just crazy i don't know if you ever saw can you guys hear that fucking staticky thing yeah it's like yeah that, is that coming through on the can we there it is it's gone oh he's moving the laptop oh nice it's gone now yeah cool okay um I did this video uh, she showed it to you where I did because uh, I do a pretty good Jay Leno, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, just look at me like this. Like, yeah, of course. So I was like, really, can I take your show over? I, I should have had you on as a guest, but you and Kevin could have hung out. You know, you know Kevin. You, know, you guys have a lot in common. You know, you like golf and you're black. But, uh, you know, no, but uh, so I, I dressed up uh, full on like makeup and chin and everything. I'll just send you. I went down to that uh, Team Coco rally. As oh. Jay and I interviewed people, and so first of all, I showed up there, and nobody was having it. So no, I was yeah, basically interviewing shit. You're the people. You're uh, I did for Funny or Die, and it basically, uh, 
you know, interviewing like, you know, uh, and just being Jay and, and just, you know, kind of doing a mockery of him as a character <laughs> yeah. of being like, you know, doing shitty jokes. And, and, uh, and then at the end, I walked out of the middle of the street and people were telling me to get out. And I was like kicking a Conan sign. And then at the end, I was just, uh, <laughs> but it was just, you know, just to, just to get treated. But wasn't, it, wasn't, it, wasn't it wild? It was wild, but it was awesome. And Conan came, uh, this was like the day where like poured rain. Was it, I was out there. Oh, I was out oh, there yeah, that night when he ran down the street. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was right behind him. I was right behind oh, him. That was yep. incredible. It was, it was an just, incredible day. And so, I mean, that must have been, I mean. We was in the rain, running through the rain. I remember that. I was right behind him. We was running right down Lancashire. Well, uh, yeah. Dion, oh, see, here's the thing. We have Jay Leno right here. So it, 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 so is there anything you want to say to Jay Leno? <laughs> now that uh, Keep it clean. Keep it clean. My kid to watch it. So my kid to watch it. I mean, he's right here. I don't know if you want to, like, say what's up to him or say, uh, hey, well, you know, what, uh, why'd you give a little Indian giver right there? Why'd you give us yeah. a show? Take it back. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> and tell me about your chin chin tour or whatever it was. Yeah, the chitlin tour. What are the chin chin tour? Chitlin tour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chin chin tour. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's I hilarious. Mean, now, if you have you met, have you spoken to Jay or met him mm-hmm. or met him since then? Oh. No. no, was there was there a hostility towards? I love that you just assumed assume that maybe like you like went after him or something. Well, I don't know. No, no. I don't know. I maybe I'm assuming it's like Conan and Dion, like the Jets and the Sharks, like West Side Story. They're all snapping, like you know, doing that. I don't know. But like, is was there any ill feelings, or was it more like uh, we understand it's a business and the the decisions that are happening here are, are well, like I said I was place. like I said I was oblivious because mm-hmm. I thought that's how I thought that was television I just right. got there I didn't know how to, how well so didn't I didn't know. know we was going down to history like I thought yeah. this was, I thought this was all television this is how it works and okay. I'm sitting up like wow this is crazy yeah. if this goes down like yeah. this like this can happen to anybody like, yeah like all, this happens to all television shows huh mm-hmm. this is nuts and then people was like no this, this, is, this, is, this is something else and now I start feeling it and then we went on tour. That's when I really that tour was, was like, Yo, crazy. I went to that, by the way, at yeah, the uh, amphitheater. You yeah, were incredible. Yeah. Oh, that thanks, was, oh, that's man. right, dude. You opened yeah, that shit. Yeah, closed it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's right. right. Uh, that's, uh, yeah. After Reg, did Reggie open it, maybe? Yeah, no? Yeah, yeah, Reggie opened Okay, that's Reggie right. Reggie opened. Yes, he did. And you and closed, closed that shit. Yeah, I was dude. closing that and, shit. And, and, Strong, and, too, bitch. And, yeah. and, and you're closing a show, I think, at the after LA Jim show. Was that Jim Carrey? Yeah. Yeah, after Jim Carrey. It was me. That was crazy, right? You never forget that. What's going you never forget that. No. Did you walk off and look at Jim and go, all right? No, every city, though. Every city, I had to come after whoever the main star was in that city or whoever was hot. Like Dude, when we respect, when man. we were in Seattle, I had to Pearl come Jam, on right? after yeah Eddie Vedder. Fuck. That's my hometown. I had to come on after Eddie. Oh, that's right. And yeah. Dave Matthews came in on Dave that Matthews show. Dave Matthews was, and I had to come on after <laughs> Dave Matthews. You oh can't get God. any bigger than yo. It was For, crazy. Seattle's like yeah, unless fucking uh, just a yeah, giant man. coffee bean yeah. comes out and, like fucking jizzes coffee on the audience. <laughs> I don't know how else they can top those two. That's <laughs> nuts. Yeah. So how do you, what's your mentality? Is you're just like I can I've been doing it's that same mentality that that I have, which is you know. I have to do this, and I only can be me. There's only one me, and be me. Nobody, nobody. Dude, but dude, that's fucking. Can, uh, <laughs> but you have, dude. That's awesome, though. Like, yeah. you have to have those little you moments. You have with to yourself. have those moments. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Jim Carrey. That's Eddie Vedder. Okay, so you know what? I have to be me. It's only one you. Do you? And that's all you can do yeah you can't do nothing yeah. else so yeah that's that's what my mind frame was that's what i did that <laughs> that that tour uh i i watched the uh documentary on netflix about it yeah and, which was a great documentary yeah. mm-hmm. and uh it, it, it seemed like you guys were writing that tour like as you were going yeah after we was going we was writing a tour as it was happening like every day we were mm-hmm. like add something else to it. We, we knew exactly, we knew what we were going to do, but we didn't know how we were going to do it. Right. That's yeah. what it was. So every day we had the format, but how we executed it was totally different, like each night. Right. And, how w- and, 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 that, and, that, and that just kind of shows uh, what it takes to succeed in this business when you look at a guy like Conan, like yourself. Like Conan's got $500 million in the bank or whatever. Yeah. He's good, but he's still, and you've seen that documentary, he's still stressing out about the live show out. and like work and like working everyone yes. and like saying no let's get this shit right let's yeah. put on a great show he's got nothing to worry about he it can ain't phone even it about money no more no, it ain't not. about money it was never about money with any it's never about money with none of these networks they yeah. they gave him you gotta understand they gave this man 45 million to be quiet <laughs> 
Like, that's power. It ain't right. about money no more. It's right. about, yo, we don't want you saying nothing. We want you off TV for seven months. Yeah. So you can't do nothing. No radio, no television, no internet for seven months. Months. Here's 45 million. Go sit your ass down somewhere. So they, he decided uh, to go on tour. Because they knew people would kind of, like, maybe it would, like, simmer down a little bit if they just got, yeah, got rid of him, right? Yeah, so people it's, will stop it's being never so about upset. money, right? And so even, like, even with Conan, no matter mm-hmm. how much money he has, it gets to a certain level where money doesn't even matter. Yeah. It's just all about you wanting to create you wanting to be great at what you do right and you 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 want to be known for what you do and 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 conan is one of those guys that he he loves to make people laugh sure and 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 you are too because you got the gig on conan and a lot a lot of comics if they get a a writing gig on a late night show like okay they're done they have a writing gig on a late night show no great you're still out there hitting it you're still doing stand-up you got you got the new uh tbs show coming out right yeah yeah absolutely uh it's uh angie tribeca yeah absolutely yeah and uh, that's with rashida jones yeah Rashida wait no shit you were that yeah (laughs) that's incredible yeah carell's doing that yeah, he directed him and Nancy, Nancy Carell, him and his wife. Yeah, you motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> TBS. Dude, Carell's like a god to me. Yeah, that's, that's my a- that's my man, man. Like that dude is he's, he's great. Him and his wife Nancy, they they're fantastic directors and writers. Dude, and, I'm so pumped know, for you, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, the show is uh, it's like Naked Gun. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to tell people, man. Some people be like, "Oh, that show isn't gonna be nothing or whatever." It's stupid, and it's like every I, t- I try to tell everybody, everything ain't gonna be Batman, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 everything ain't gonna, ain't gonna be the motherfucker. That Batman. might be my favorite quote that's yeah. ever been said on this podcast. <laughs> Don't tell that to Keith Sweat when he wrote Twisted. <laughs> he was like, "Not everything Batman gonna be one, two, and three. Everybody's just You're right. Everybody won't wants Batman. the best. Yeah. It's just like." Everything can't be Batman. Yo, tweet, tweet at Dion Cole. Is it Dion Cole on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Dion Cole after this podcast. Hashtag everything can't be Batman, motherfucker. Everything can't be Batman, bitches. There's, there's some other shit out there. There's yeah, other good shit out there. So yeah. for us to do this, the satire is it's great. It's great. but then like it, it, like I don't see why it's not going to be a hit when you look at the people behind it. I mean, first of all, Steve Carell, comedy Absolutely. god. Yes. You got. Rashida Jones, yeah. you got yourself, you got in the pilot Lisa Kudrow makes an yes, appearance. Yes, nice. yeah, Lisa Quince, Quincy Jones, oh, uh, Peggy go. Lipton, which is which is uh, she's an original member of the My Squad, which is also Rashida's real mother, and Quincy Jesus. Jones is her real father. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So her real parents are playing her parents on the show. That's, that's it's, it's, so it's, great. And every show, uh, every episode, Rashida's partner dies. She dies a horrific death. She has a new partner every so episode. It's like, so it's like a self well, situation? Yeah, every episode she gets a new partner. What a great concept. Because yeah. then you could have like an insane guest stars. Every, every that, week. Yeah, and it just don't every, 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 every week. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's a great show, but people, you know, I just want people to give it a chance to check it out and open their minds and see some... Different funny Fuck yeah. shit, man. Like, you know that's the best part about like things like TBS expanding, man. Like and, yeah. and you guys going over there and and making it another uh, uh, place for people to go for content. Yeah, man. absolutely. You know, so we trying to do. It. When's the show come out? Uh, we start shooting the end of this year. Uh, the end of this year, the beginning of 2015, we start Stop. shooting. Yeah. What's dope about that too, man? Is like. You know, obviously, you know, you're already crushing with stand-up, but it's like, when you start getting the TV and movie stuff going, the stand-up yeah. take, it just, they go hand-in-hand. Hand. So yeah. it's like, and that show comes out, then you get to go fucking do even more stand-up, and that's, like, and that's in what a cooler... The gold, ain't, yeah, it, ain't that the goal? The yeah. goal is just to, to do these things, to, you know, actually actually practice what you do. You love to act, you love to do stand-up. But at the, but the end of the day, is just to get more fans mm-hmm. to do more stand-up. You yeah. know what I'm yeah, saying? No, it's it, always about the stand-up, it, it, man. It, 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 re- it really is, and I... And I I try to tell people that it's like, yeah, I would love to act and I would love to be on shows, movies, whatever. But you do that just so I can keep touring. So I can keep touring. And people yeah. keep coming out people to the shows. People come to the shows. That's what it's about. There's more people at your shows. Yeah. You know what's you funny, know? too, is like when I uh, – I, I, having stand-up, too, is just like the uh, – the best. You forget how much of a, like, we're always going to have this. You know, yeah, like, when absolutely. I got back from doing the movie, Bobby Lee was like, he's like, hey, it was great. He's like, and he's like, and you're probably, like, hopefully it's a good, you know, kickoff point. We'll yeah. open some more doors. He's like, but you know, man, you're always going to, because I, I came right back and, and it opened up a lot of, like, headline opportunities. Uh-huh. But then, you know, it was like, it, 
I didn't fucking jump into like five more movies right after, which right. is like what your friends back home think. Because like, yeah. dude, now you're in one. Now you just now you just yeah. Spielberg's calling right, tomorrow, right? right? <laughs> like it's not how this works, man. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You just show up to the movie factory and they yeah. just like hand, just like hand you a script. Yeah, like, yeah, right, 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 yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah right. Today you're watching Billy Crystal's right, balls right, today. Right, yeah, it's gonna yeah, be fun. Yeah, sure. Well, I would actually I do that without, but but, uh, <laughs> but it's like but, but that was a great look. that was a great look that I loved you in the movie. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. But it was like having stand up like once that died down. I mean, I. Obviously, it opened, you know, I got more headline opportunities, but it also, uh, uh, once that stopped, it was like being able to go up and, and just do that all the time. Having that be the, the consistent in your life is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's, uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's, 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 well, one day I saw an interview. I, I, mm-hmm. I saw an interview with, with Will Smith, and this was when Will Smith had Wow Wow West out. Okay, please. And the movie, <laughs> and he had and the song. He had the song. Right. He had the number one movie. Number the one number song. Number one song. Whoa, whoa, in let's, the just, country. let's just take a moment to recognize that Wow Wow West was the number one song it in was, the country. And yeah. the number one movie. It was the number one song and number one movie in the country. And he still had Fresh Prince on oh television. My God. So he was killing. And they had an interview with him, and they asked him, and they like, dude, you are reigning the world right, right now. Like, what else do you want? And he replied, I'm not going to be happy until Hollywood comes to me with scripts first. He was okay. like, they go to they go to Tom Hanks, Tom right. Cruise, right. Denzel Washington, and then they'll go to him. He was yeah. like, he's not going to be happy until they go to him wow. first with scripts. And yeah. I don't know. That just made me go, this, you're never going to be happy with this shit. Yeah. You're going to always <laughs> he had to find, find some bullshit to be mad about. Right. Like, you're gonna be, or it's not that. Or it's the fact that you grind so much. Yeah. That mm-hmm. after you make all these accomplishments, you start making up accomplishments. Like, yeah. I want to be this guy. Oh, my now. God. And That's a great way to look at it. You're you know like, I saying? want my son to take over for Ralph Macchio. Like, yeah. He probably got <laughs> super pissed that that wasn't yeah, happening. Right. Right. happening. <laughs> now, now he's like making up things for his kids. Yeah. Like, listen, until my 13-year-old daughter can tell people to whip their hair back and forth, <laughs> I will not be happy, not in, Hollywood. Be happy in Hollywood. She will be named after a midget yeah. warrior that, yeah. that Val Kilmer starred in. Right? Is her name Willow? Her, yeah, her right, name Willow. Willow. Yeah, yeah, that was right, a, yeah, that was a right, How did you pull that reference and not me? I know, me? and I like yeah. that. Jesus, like, wow. I, I, Dude, Willow's one of my favorite movies. Uh, uh, well, you have no true. idea how excited I was when we first became friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got one now. Oh, no, well, I got one. Also, I was like, I get to meet Willow at some point. Because I figured you guys just like, I figured he was like a listen, couple doors buddy, down. Listen, buddy. You're, listen, buddy. You are my friend, but we're not going to just let you into the meetings right away. <laughs> You gotta hold up, okay? I mean, I know that me, Dinklage, yeah. we all Hilarious. meet. We all meet under the carousel at Disneyland secretly. That's a, that's a legit uh, thing that went through my head, though, where I was just like, I'm going to meet Willow at some point. Because wow. I just didn't know. You don't know. We've talked about this many times, and Brad has this, uh, a great bit in his act now about it. Like, th- certain things, like he got in this fight. And fucking did a uh, yeah oh yeah uh, th- th- this dude wanted to fight me and and like he was legit wanting to fight me and he started like coming at me and I don't know what to do like I I can't fight so I, I just looked at him and I yelled out Hadugan and did like street, yeah street street from, from the fucking oh, Street Fighter too and I yelled at and this and, and this fucker flinched <laughs> he flinched because emotion like he was gonna throw a fireball and the guy yeah. flinched he's like I don't know what these guys are capable of yeah you can do this shit why not you, you don't know. Oh, hell, they, they, they make cookies, they dance under rainbows, they can throw fireballs. What that the fuck is not? hilarious. And he, and he flinched, then he fucking ran away. That one, that one of fight. He thought midgets were the closest we're going to get to video game, like, combat fights. That is hilarious. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, people don't know. They're hanging out with me. They think, they think they're going to be hard. They, they think they'll be doing coke with <laughs> Pierre Dinklage pretty soon. Um, dude, you're a big uh, sports fan, yeah? I, lo- I like sports. I'm not yeah. one of them guys that... No, like statistics and mm-hmm. what school everybody came from. Right. Well, that's something. Like yeah, that. that's but, yeah. yeah I, I'm one of them guys. But you know how the but games work. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so in Chicago, is your? I mean, you grew, up, you grew up with Jordan. Absolutely. You just got to talk fan. Got to be. You got to talk about what that was like because yeah. I grew up with Griffey, which I feel like is. Oh yeah, which on the same great. level because, yeah. like, you know, I mean, obviously, he's a monster. Yeah, mm-hmm. not to the extent of Jordan, but Griffey, right. I think the same way Jordan changed the game of basketball, changed the game of baseball. Yeah, and the town just rallied behind him in a in a 
crazy yeah, way. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, so, like, crazy. Mike, I mean, like, what was, I mean, just. I mean, it was, it was, it was insanity. It was mm-hmm. insanity in Chicago. Every Bulls game was a party. It was like, it was a place where if you, if you came into work the next day hungover, your boss understood. Like, yeah, <laughs> because it was you, a Bulls yeah, win. Yeah, like, hey, hell, let go. Bulls let home you, game. Yeah, like, yo, go get some rest and come in later. Wow. Like, it was like yeah, that You can thank of, B.J. Armstrong it was, for that three-pointer. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. It was crazy in Chicago. It was nuts, man. I mean. That's like, that, that's like a Tyson fight 40 days a year. 40 days a year. That's every, crazy. Every night, every night the Bulls played, it was a party. Fuck. Extremely. Like, it was nuts. So jealous. Yeah, it was, it was, it was retarded, man. Now, like, have you gotten a chance to meet him yet? Like, with all, with all the Jordan? stuff you've done? Yeah, I met Jordan. I met Jordan twice. And Dude. I had to reintroduce myself. But I met him twice. But you, yes, you, but you don't mind doing that? Nah, it's Michael it's Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, yeah it's on. Jordan. Like in Chicago, so everybody know everybody in Chicago. Oh, really? You might not even know their name, but you know them, and they know you, and mm-hmm. you know you give a nod to each other, and hey, what's happening? But everybody know everybody from Chicago. Is what? that a known thing about the city? Is it like it's yeah, just a very absolutely, warm... especially especially if you're like in the entertainment business or you're yeah. playing ball because a lot because there's the, tons. Yeah, a lot, a lot of a lot of the. Uh, drug Drug dealers and gangsters and you know pimps or whatever they they give you a pass and and really call you like like a chosen one they mm. they they'll, they'll say that you're a chosen one to no keep shit. keep you out of the streets and if anybody was fucking with you they made sure like nah nah he on the right path you know he he wow. he gonna be a lawyer he gonna be a comedian he gonna be an actor like leave him the fuck alone I want I, 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 I want my mom to listen to that quote simply because you said he could be a lawyer or a comedian <laughs> like you said that in the same breath yeah, no, <laughs> like, yeah same thing ma yeah, like like Don Bishop Juan he was another one that used to always look out for us like he'll be no like shit. yo yeah like is like, he from Chicago yeah Bishop Don the Magic Juan yeah yeah yeah, he'll be, he'll be, yeah. Yeah, you'll be like, yo, leave them the fuck alone and let them do their craft and don't wow, fuck with them. That's amazing. Right? And, yeah, and, and you've met Obama, right? You know Has what? I met, I met Obama once okay. at this at this rally he had in Chicago nice. for like uh, building this park mm-hmm. that he was doing in Chicago. This is before he was, oh, so he was a senator. Yeah, 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 before yeah, yeah, he was yeah, senator. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Jesus. this is before all of that. Yeah, because we used to have this thing in Chicago called Increase the Peace. Mm-hmm. And we used to throw these shows in certain neighborhoods in order to uh, rally up to keep gang members and stuff down. That's awesome. And so yeah, he used to he used to be a part of a couple of them. And when you met him, was there like any sort of inkling in your head, like? This guy's something special. Like this, I just, I just something. always was like, man, I wish we had more people like him. That's I didn't cool. know he was gonna be president. Right. I just always like, yeah. man, it'd that's, be cool for us to have more people like him. It's well, awesome. Well, that's know? good. I mean, but I never knew he was gonna be president. That's definitely. I mean, that's definitely a strong presence if you're making people. Yeah, like he just that. was. He was just was. He was just one of them guys that was real educated and real concerned about. Sure. You know, people. And so, yeah. yeah, that was that was just all I knew about him. You know, and that's all that I got from him. Did him, him and Oprah come from the same part of Chicago? Because I feel like they've got the same sort of concern <laughs> in their yeah. yeah. Oprah moved to Chicago like in uh, early '80s. She got there, I think, and uh, yeah, she just took that motherfucker over by storm. Wait, oh, you, yes, you were there too when that was happening. Yeah, I was over there with <laughs> the Studios. So, fuck yeah, asking about how it was growing yeah, up in the Jordan yeah. era. How was it growing up in the Oprah era? <laughs> what? You get an Oprah ticket. That was just as good as going to a Bulls game. God damn shit. Quote of the fucking podcast, dude. That's the best thing ever. He, he, real, he's got he, he's, he's got the two winners of the yeah. night. The uh, not everything not everything's Batman, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, going to the Oprah was a hard yeah. ticket than going to the Bulls game. Dude, but I 110 percent believe that yeah. because I've always said, dude, like the uh, like going to an Oprah, like the 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 amount of excitement in women's bodies. At Oprah tapings is equivalent to like, fuck, I don't know. Like, dude, they was the lining, lot- they were lining up like there were strippers in there, dude. Like, <laughs> that, that's how Oprah show was, and it was some of the baddest, Just to be in the presence, some of the yeah. finest women in Chicago. All of them with jobs, all look good, all ain't about no bullshit. It was. Beautiful women going to Oprah shit. So, so if you got a ticket to yeah. Oprah shit, yeah. oh man, you was that's, doing it. Oh my god, that's like better than the hottest nightclub in the city. The better than any nightclub in the city. Oprah's. She should open Oprah's. a strip club called Oprah's. <laughs> Oprah's. 
going at my fucking and it's gig. filled with just audience members. Yeah. All past audience members. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah. Uh, look under your chairs. You get a dollar yeah. bill. You get a dollar bill. You get a dollar. Everybody gets yeah. a dollar bill. Everybody gets a dollar bill. You get some strawberry loop. You get some strawberry loop. That's hilarious. So like now, so like now that you have you you have the stand up going on. You have the show that's coming out. Uh, like is, is, is there something like what's your Will Smith thing? Like like what's your thing that where you're looking for that I just wanna that's pro- gonna make I want to produce more television content. That's mm-hmm. my thing. Now I have to produce in my own show, Black Box, Black Box man. Yeah. And I, I, I got to taste, taste, taste it. Yeah, it. That, yeah and that, that, that taste. It's the best. That you're in creative good. control. Come on, man. Ooh, that tastes That's why we do stand-up, man. Ooh, you're your boss. Oh, that yeah, tastes dude. so good. What it tastes like. Oh, man. It tastes... <laughs> Oprah pussy. <laughs> yes. That's it what it like, tastes like. It tastes like motherfucking Oprah yeah, pussy. Yeah, watching Batman. <laughs> yeah. Watching Batman eating Oprah pussy. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it tastes like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Seeing Batman for the first time. <laughs> yeah. And eating Oprah oh, pussy. That's what it is. Yeah, so I just want to get more content and yeah. more shows, man. But, you know, I just wish everybody just wouldn't worry about their jobs and play mm-hmm. it safe so they can keep their That's a part of it, you spaces forget. and all that. And and people take more chances and, 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 and you know, and uh, go with the times. And, you know, I think that this is a good time to take chances, you know, yeah. and, and, and let people come with better ideas and, you know, shake the game up a little bit. Sure. People can do that. The people that are in control, then man, it'll be great. But that that's 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 my goal right now. And like I said, I got a couple other shows in the pipeline, a couple other shows that I'm writing right now, and uh, a few yeah. shows that I'm doing. So got, I love, no, got no doubt it's going to happen because yeah, I mean you branded yourself. That black box helped to just to like yeah, open the door yeah, for like yeah, the Beyond yeah, Cold Brand. Yeah, absolutely, and, and you know I'm grateful for people who. Loved it, and I'm grateful for all the networks that seen what we did and appreciated it and want more of it. So. Dude, soon Brad and I are going to be attending tapings of the Dion Cole show. <laughs> Just to fucking see the ladies. That's right. We're going to be out there. Give me some fine honeys at the Dion Cole show. And you show. better have Keith Sweat as a musical guest on the pilot episode. Otherwise, Nobody. <laughs> uh, follow Dion on Twitter at Dion Cole. Uh, all your tour dates at your website, right? Dion yeah, Cole. Yeah, com. yeah, it's all on there. Absolutely. Uh, and the show, you're going to tape it next year and look for that. It's called, what again? Tri- Tribeca. Yeah, Tribeca on TBS. Uh, mm-hmm. Sheeta Jones. You're the best, dude. You're man, the fucking you're you're one of the you're man. one of the coolest dudes in the fucking business. Man. And taking time to do this on top of everything you're doing is the best. Dude, and you all are great. And that's why I'm that's why I'm doing it. Because appreciate you it, man. guys, man. You guys have always been awesome and thanks a lot, man. It's of course. Fun. Well also we knew you knew Key Sweat and we're hoping to get him on the <laughs> podcast. So Keith, if you're listening, man. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Dion. Thanks. All right. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Slicing Driving friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.